the Hot Show with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, we're the Hot Shot Wiz Kids with Mike Lane Jr. and Mark Davila, and this is TV Cynics. What are we talking about today? I don't have my mic! <laughs> you idiots! I don't have my mic! Oh my god. Anyway, we're talking about growing pains. Those are the pains you get that are random in your body. I remember getting them when I was a kid. I don't think I... Where I would get this like... Super bad chest pain, and you know also I had when I was a kid was uh breast lumps. Yeah. Did you get those? No. Yeah, well, during puberty, a lot of guys get these little lumps, and they're kind of painful in mm. your in your boobish areas. You know what? I wonder. Area. Maybe I did have growing pains. Mm. I didn't realize it because sometimes they'd be I'd be laying down in the middle of the night, and my legs would just start killing. Like, oh my god, my legs hurt so bad. So Is that maybe just a cramp? No, not muscle. Not like that. They would just start hurting. It's like weird. not 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 a muscle cramp. Even so it might have been growing pains. It's amazing how many like random sharp oh, pains you get. Like, what the fuck is that? That's like, and you always assume you're dying. Like, oh well, you know what? That's why we're conditioned to ignore things. People will say the guy was having all these signs of a uh, of a heart ailment and he ignored <clears> them all. That's why he's dead. Yeah, because we spend our whole lives in pain. Yep. You have to ignore all of it. What I'm going to go to the hospital every and other a lot of it's just like day? gas and you know different different like random twinges yeah. and shit. Like oh, I had some. But every once in a while, you're like, oh my god, my stomach's killing me. Am I dying? What's going on? Yeah, like. My body might very well be trying to tell me, hey, something's really wrong yep. with you, but I'm. meanwhile, I'm going to ignore it. Well, you got to go with the odds. The odds are that you're not dying. Yeah. I mean, eventually, it's going to catch up to you. I'm always defying the odds, so. I mean, that's the weird part. Like, you, like, you hear, like, well, everyone's got cancer, but really, a lot of people don't. They never do. Who says everyone has cancer? <laughs> everyone, people are like, everyone's got cancer, everyone. Everyone's dying of cancer. Everyone. You didn't know that? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, growing pains. A whole episode about pain. Yeah, this isn't about the show. <laughs> We're just talking about different bodily pains. Yeah. So, when did growing pain start? It premiered in 1985. 85. Which I didn't think it was that far. Like, I thought it was like 87 or 88. Mm. But 85, that's a lot. That was a long ass time ago. If that's like 35. So, we have Alan Thick, the dad. Hold on. It debuted on September 24th. Oh, we just had the anniversary. 1985 through April 25th, 1992. So seven seasons. Yeah, it's a good run. Um, Followed by the Growing Pains movie, Growing Pains Return of the Seavers. I remember seeing some of that. Was it Growing Pains or Family Ties where they had... Where they got the European one? Where they got involved in a spy and then Europe? Yeah, I think that was. Uh, Let's talk about the family ties. I think that was family ties. There was a chip in a, in a brush. Yeah, I, it was microfiche, <laughs> some kind of microfilm thing. That does. That's what spies used back yeah. then. Um, mm. Microfilm. The one thing I always remember the shows the opening the opening sequence would always be them. Like, they'd show, like, stock photos, not stock photos, but photos from the cast youth. Yeah. And they'd show them, show growing, them growing up. Yeah. And, the, and the Alan Thick one's really sad now because he's Yeah, dead. well, Alan Thick's dead. He was a dad from Growing Pains. and He also hosted the great late-night program, Thick of the Night. Yeah, and not a lot of people know this, but he was a, you know, an accomplished musician, and he created this theme song for the show, and like a lot of other theme songs. He, you know, he did a lot of music. And his son, Robin Thick. Yep. successful was artist very good at stealing music from other artists yeah successfully yeah. Um, and having topless women in his video mm-hmm. so the theme song is As Long As We've Got Each Other which was written and composed by John Bettis and Steve Dorff 
and was saying by B.J. Thomas. Now you, you know B.J. I thought Alan Thicke no, wrote this. He wrote other ones, but not this no. one. B.J. Thomas, you might know from "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head." No. He sings that. Doesn't. And then Jennifer warns, warnies. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you know any songs by her. Yeah. But then later on, Dusty Springfield in season four sang the song with B.J. Thomas because it was a duet. Hmm. And then in season six, um, in they part of the seven they had series, that metal version. Remember no, that? they had a acapella version. There was no music, which was weird. Like, why? I don't like when you change the theme music. Yeah. Because I watch shows. Keep it consistent. And then all of a sudden, I would like to hear that acapella version though. The all of a sudden. Like the theme song, and it's like um, Big Love did that. Like I like the theme song, and all of a sudden they just change it for no reason. Ooh, you know what else? The um, that HBO series, the one with the police, True Detective. Yeah. Remember the first season? Oh, they had a really so good. good. They had an awesome. Well, that theme show sucked song. after the first season. Yeah, it really did. They, they were just like one scene of uh, that first episode of season two that was good. Other than that, there's a cop beat up some uh, kid's dad. Some, the, some kid was bullying his kid, so he came to the kid's house and beat the shit out of his dad in front of him. <laughs> Other than that, it sucked. Here's a... Let's see, let's see if this is it. No. Damn. I thought that was... You the, suck. Listen, I'm just going by what Wikipedia says. But it's such an inspirational theme song. It's all about a family and... You, yeah, we already played some of it in the beginning. Show me that smile. Don't waste the <laughs> I don't like this like a Bella thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan, man. The original is so much better. Like we needed some acapella. Was acapella big at that time? You know what's sad about this is that they don't have each other anymore because they don't. The the the, the father of the oh, family is gone. You know they don't have any contact with each other. So Alan Thicke's dead. Kirk Cameron. Oh, they all were on like Good Morning America at some point and talking about how crazy, like in the beginning. How uh, crazy Kirk Cameron. Kirk is. Cameron was fine, but at some point he found religion and he was just like, like, yeah, he's fucking. I don't want to be on the show kissing girls. I don't want this or that. It was just like he ruined the show. Yeah, yeah. but he did get married in the very town we're in right now. Yeah, yeah, his wife is uh, from our area. So Kirk Cameron nuts um everyone else no one knows so the you have the younger son and then the daughter and then the mom and uh i don't know they fell off the planet no one knows what they're doing now or cares but does anyone know that a major star came out of it yes kurt cameron no 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 Leonardo DiCaprio yes, was, had a short run on Growing Pains. and that Well, we'll, get, we'll get to that at the end. So Growing Pains started off, um, it was a family with a psychiatrist's dad whose office I was I thought just, you were going to say psychotic. Psychiatrist's dad. The Seaver family resides at 15 Robin Hood Lane in Huntington, Long Island, New York. You know what I... I didn't know they were in Long Island. Yeah. Hmm. Do, we should do a show on where places take things place. Like, do you know where Family Ties took place? No. Columbus, Ohio. Really? Do you know where Home Improvement took place? No idea. Detroit, Michigan. That was an easy one. They always have lion stuff. Did they? Do you know where Full House took place? Well, that's San Francisco. That's easy. They got that shaped house. Do you know where the Brady Bunch took place? 
No. They never really said, but they think it's Los Angeles because they mentioned things. Mm. And then Wonder Years like never specified where it was. Well, I think that was the it was point. supposed to be like any town yeah. USA. And Roseanne, weren't they in Chicago? Illinois? Lanford, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Outside, like 40 minutes out of Chicago, outside of Chicago. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jason Seaver, portrayed by Elm Thick. You know, that's almost like a um, Cosby show thing. The doctor having his office out of the, no, out doc, of the home. No, Dr. Huxtable, Huxtable yeah. was in the hospital. He was a, he gave birth to women. Didn't he? I mean, he gave What? <laughs> he, was a, he was like a uh, gynecologist or something. Yeah, but didn't he have a, an office in his house, too? I kind of recall that he did. I think he did. At some point, people always had offices in their house. I don't know what the people did in yeah. there. I think you saw patients. I guess they paid bills. Back before you had the internet, you just paid your bills. Like you yeah. them, wrote them out. Now I watch internet porn in my office at home. <laughs> my porn office. Yeah. J- Dr. J- Jason Seaver, a psychiatrist, works from home because his wife, Maggie, has gone back to work as a reporter. So he Which had, is that easy? He had to work from home because Maggie wanted to go back to work. Which, how, you think that's simple? Oh, I used to be a reporter for, uh, you know, a, a news outlet. I stopped to raise my kids, and now, ten years later, yeah, I think I'm just going to be a reporter again. Let me just jump back in there. Okay. Don't think it's that easy. No, it doesn't. Listen, she's, gonna be like, she's an attractive blonde lady. I think yeah, she could you know, she's actually not that attractive if you look at her. I think she was. Nah, not really. Not by today's standards. Uh, they've had it. They've had younger people in there doing that job for the last decade while you were off. Anyways, so she was probably like 32 up. when she went back to work. Yeah. 85. Either way, now we have someone who's 22. Jason has to care of the kids. Ladies, man, Mike, Kirk Cameron, bookish honor student Carol, and rambunctious Ben. So at some point... They decided that uh, the kids were getting too old and they needed to add a cute kid. Well, of course. So they did the sitcom thing where she's pregnant, she has the baby, and next thing you know, they have a fully grown, like, four-year-old kid. You have the episode where she's born. You have a couple of... I think think it was like a whole, like, the rest of that season. Well, no, this is what you do. This is the sitcom way. You know, you have episodes where she's, where the, the, the mother's pregnant, and, you know, there's hijinks. You know, you're having labor pains, you're having rampant hormones where she's yelling and you know craving crazy foods and then you have the episode where they're born and then you'll have a few episodes well, here's where how, here's how it went i'm trying to fucking explain but okay and in 1988 the day after ben's 12th birthday in the fourth season second episode the birth of a seaver she was first played by newborns by two uncredited sets of twin sisters for the rest of the season four. Twins again. 88 to 89. By season five, she was played by her tod- played in her toddler stage. So this is the second season. By alternating twins Kirsten and Kelsey Doring. In season six and seven, Chrissy's age was advanced to five years old. Let me tell you something. So three seasons, she aged five years. Parents out there, if you ever have twins, just see if you can get them into a show. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's all they really want. Actually, it's not as bad as I thought. Three years for five that's not bad I thought it was like born uh, premiere of the next season she's five years old yeah would they do that today maybe they might not because babies are like there's a lot of shows where you just never see the baby or like the baby's like never around yeah well it's 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 only there when you need it it's hard to put a newborn baby in a storyline like other than they you know 
Well, well, as well, I was gonna well, say, Uncle Jesse trying to change a diaper or something. They have those episodes where you're you're running rampant. You're like, I'm trying to change diapers. I'm not getting any sleep because the baby's crying. I'm doing the you know midnight feedings. You'll have a few episodes of that just to show how harried people are because of this. But then that doesn't last long. That's why it's a lot easier to say, all right, now they're. Older. And then you're watching a the show. There's like it's so shameless. It's like they're like, where the fuck's that baby? Like she can't afford a babysitter, but the baby's gone for like episodes at a time. And then it just shows up conveniently when you yeah. need a storyline. Yeah, make it easy. That's why you, you jump ahead. Uh, often mentioned but rarely seen on the Seavers' next-door neighbors, the Kuzmans. Oh, Boner. Boner. Their friend Boner. Boner was... And who killed himself, right? Well, he was like he was like a recluse. He was homeless and they found his... De- found, he was missing and then he was dead. But he was Mike Seavers' best friend, Boner, and at some episode, I'm not sure which which season, he joined the army, and Mike was, Mike was like, "You you betrayed me, Boner." For joining the army? Yeah, because that was his best friend. He was moving away. You betrayed me, Boner. And that's why he killed himself. He killed himself because of Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Maggie was played by Jonah Kearns. I already went through all this. She changed her name to Maggie Malone. Leonardo DiCaprio would he would uh, sign up on season seven. And I guess he was just like a, uh, they just like adopted him or something. He was a homeless kid and they just took him in. in TV, apparently you could do that. Yeah, on TV you'd find homeless kids and just go, oh, you can live with us In now. real life, you just can't grab kids off the street and say they're mine now. Yeah. <clears throat> the law gets involved. Andrew Cohen as Richard Milhouse Boner Stabone. Mike's friend left to join the, the, the um, United States Marine Corps in season four. So this was, there were seven episodes, seven seasons and he was only in the first four. It's weird. It doesn't feel like that. I rem- I recall when they graduated high school, he uh, got them to put boner on his diploma. He killed himself on February sixteenth, two thousand ten, but his body wasn't found until February twenty fifth. I told you, he killed himself. Hanged himself. Yeah. I always want to say hung. They need to change the language, man. Are we supposed to say hanged? Like some things are hung, some things are hanged. Come on, we don't need all that. I got enough thinking in my no, life. No, I wonder if he wanted to leave the show or did they just write him off? They probably wrote him off. Oh, I'm sick of uh, getting paid from this uh, highly successful sitcom. So let me leave. Another episode, I do remember an episode where uh, Maggie's dad died. And everyone was sad. That very was like a very, special yeah, very special episode. And um, We need to have a very special episode of the Hotshot Wiz Kids. We need a very special episode. Where you die? Yeah. Where you're molested? I was molested by uh, my dead grandfather. That would be very special. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he always worked it in the office, which is weird that he like, like isn't there like um, laws that you you can, it like, is kind of uh, like a you're, HIPAA you're, violation. Like oh hey, there's Mister Jones Johnson coming in for his uh, treatment. Now from that. maybe you have a separate entrance. I mean, you could say like you know it's an entrance in the back where they come, but you know it's my house. My kid's out there mowing the lawn, and he's gonna see you, and yeah. he knows what you're there for. Not specifically, but obviously you're having some kind of mental issue because you're here talking to a psychiatrist. Do they didn't could never had it could have had a. Uh, because it was New York, they could have had a Sopranos crossover. Oh, there you go. Tony, Tony Soprano, Soprano shows yeah. up in the uh, in Dr. Seaver's office. He would have fucked um, the daughter and the mom. Didn't at some point Maggie quit the news business and become like an architect or something? Did she? 
Yeah, I think so. That doesn't sound right. Or is that? Or is that my, I'm always getting Family Ties mixed up. I think Family Ties. The dad was an architect in Family Ties. No, the mom. The mom was. Are you sure? Yeah, the dad worked at like a news station. But we're not doing Family oh, Ties. Yeah. Okay. Um, Too many sitcoms. There was oddly enough, there was a sp- an unnecessary spinoff from Family Ties. Just the ten of us. Coach Lubbock, who was a very, very bit character from school. He was like the gym teacher. Apparently he had ten children. I know. So you know he was very real. I'm sure Kirk Cameron liked that because anyone who has that many kids, super religious, doesn't believe in birth control. So I'm sure he was all for that. They're always weirdos too. They didn't portray that. That wasn't realistic because if you have that many kids, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, so at some point, um, like we said, Mike, 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 Kirk Cameron got really religious, and like he was a terror on the set. Yeah, like he didn't want to do things, and at the same time, Tracy Gold was like, she didn't have an eating disorder. She had an eating disorder. I wonder if it was precipitated by Kirk Cameron and his shit. All that stress. You think you're playing Kirk Cameron? For yeah, it? I do. Boner's death. Tracy Gold's the, uh, eating disorder. He has a lot to answer for. And he never will. So the mom, after Growing Pains... What kind of person he is. She turned to directing, and she directed one episode of the Growing Pains. And since then, she's directed shows such as Dawson Creek, Titans, Scrubs, Private Practice, Psych. I watch Titans. All right. Psych, Felicity, Grey's Anatomy, Privileged ER, Ghost Whisperer, Army Wise, Pretty Little Liars, Switched to Birth, The Goldbergs, This Is Us, and Fuller, Fuller House. Man, all right. She's awesome. All right. Good for you. Still out I'm, there working. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I really like that. I thought she just, you know, dropped off the fucking planet. Tracy Gold is like 50. She's 10 years older than me. Who knew? Hmm. So I don't know what she's been in lately. She was in All Hallows Eve. Still acting last, a little bit. The last film credits I see her. My dad's so- my dad's a soccer mom. Lifetime shit. Yeah, she's probably. not. She's or not Hallmark Lifetime. That kind of uh, doesn't see, well. She did a lot of TV. Mm, yeah, Hallmark Channel. Battle of the Network Stars 2017, 2017. She played herself. Yeah, so she didn't. All uh, right. What about what about Ben? I imagine he's not doing much of anything, and he got really weird looking as he got older. He's 42. Like 40 also? Or no, 40, 40 number 40, two? Well, I didn't know. I didn't mention anyone else being 40. So. You did. You said that Tracy Gold was 10 years old, 50, and she was 10 years older than you. You just mentioned your age. Well, no, not specifically. At about age 14, Miller, this is Ben, received numerous letters from an older male stalker during the run of Growing Pains. Oh. Man, if you could admit you're a 14-year-old kid and you get a stalker and it happens to be a dude. I know. At least if it was a chick, that's that's something. It's yeah. like, yeah, I got this chick stalking me. Man, she wants it so bad. Oh, man. Now it's some dude who wants he to was fuck in, me. He was in uh, season one, episode eight of Punky Brewster. He was. Yeah, he did it. What's he doing some... now, though? Um, Besides being stalked by an old guy. His last credits were Pinky and the Fangirls, a TV series, 8-Bit Animal Playhouse with Jason Mewes. Ditching part, like nothing. So nothing. The last thing that I've kind of heard of is Growing Pains: The Return of the Seavers. Oh man, I wonder what he does for a living. Because I mean, yeah, how does he make money? A, there's a little bit of, of syndication money, probably. I'm sure it's playing somewhere. Not, I mean, it, it doesn't get the run like you know all the other shows, like TV Land type shows. You know, they get a lot of syndication money. Growing Pains, I'm sure it's playing somewhere, so he's got a little bit of income coming, but. He has to have, like, a normal job then, right? Unless he's doing shit that's so small, like dinner theater, that we're just not hearing about it. Yeah, I don't know. 
Where are they now? Leonardo DiCaprio was an actor on Growing Pains, and he, oh, he basically yeah. vanished after that. Yeah, where'd he go? Whatever happened to him? Never heard of him again. Him and Ben off somewhere. Isn't that crazy? Like some one-off, like... I know. Out He's of such all a those, huge star. Out of all of those actors, you would think that you'd have a few with staying power, and they're still out there around, you know, big stars. Nope. Leonardo DiCaprio, megastar. I do Everyone know, else, I do know mean, Alan Thicke was on... I. Th- he was on Wife Swap with, I think, Gilbert Gottfried. Really? I think so. They did Celebrity Wife Swap, and I think it was Gilbert Gottfried and Alan Thicke. So Gilbert Gottfried fucked Alan Thicke's wife? Yeah, there's no fucking. It was just like... In the real series, Wife Swap, it's like totally different. Like one family's super religious and you yeah. know strict, and the other family's like... you know, hey, man. or hippies or yeah. something. And, you know, they switch, and there's like a lot of tension. Yeah. And in the, in the celebrity one, there's not like that much tension, really. Yeah. And you know what? There's a little bit of tension, but it's stuff that the producers make up. Yeah. They doctor a lot of shit. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'd want to re. It was Chappelle's show that had a realistic version of it where they're actually having sex in a wife swap. That's what people want to see. Like, that's true. We're swapping wives. We're not fucking. When you hear swapping wives, that's that's. Uh, yeah, funny. we're having a party. You know, oh, I, I know this couple and they have an open relationship. Like, that's fucking... So I have an article here, 15 Things You Might Not Know About Growing Pains. These articles are great because usually I know every single one. We'll see. Number one. You can't just say you know them too. Don't worry. Untrustworthy. Number one. Alan Thicke was known as a failed late-night talk show host when he was asked to audition. Thicke had concluded his run hosting Thick of the Night. Well, we already knew that, yeah. Yep. The Seaver parents were recently divorced when the show started. Thicke and Joanna Kearns were both either recently divorced or about to divorce from their significant others... When they begin, why, why is that even a fact? That's not a that's not a fact of the show. That's her personal lives. Dan Laurie was cast in the Wonder Years because of growing pains. Dan Laurie was dating Joanna Kearns. What? I'm not, I don't know who Dan Laurie. The father is. from uh, Wonder Years. Really? He was dating Joanna Kearns, Maggie. Huh? You wouldn't see them as being a couple. I don't know. He seems nice. Um, yeah, he seems nice, but I don't see them being together, like physically. The Kearns made a call to Marlins on her boyfriend's behalf and got him to audition. His agent couldn't secure. You will let my boyfriend audition. It sounds like a weird boyfriend. He's like a grown-ass man. (laughs) My boyfriend. That's why I invented the word (laughs) preonce. Because boyfriends and girlfriends are for children. Yeah. I'm not, that's not my fiance. We're not about to be. We're not planning to get married, but we're in that in between stage so between I, boyfriend and fiance. It's called a preonce. So we'll, we'll skip. The, I'm not going to count the divorce one because yeah. who cares about that? But I didn't know that. Number four, Tracy Gold wasn't the original Carol. Elizabeth Ward played Carol in Growing Pains' unaired original pilot. Well, it's unaired, so how would anyone know that? Right. I don't know who Elizabeth Warren is. Kirk Cameron. This is a good one. Got the role of Mike because he didn't seem very smart. <laughs> Once his audition was over, the 14-year-old actor asked the producers in the room if the show was a comedy. They laughed. Once Cameron was out of the earshot, one producer turned to the other and said, he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he sounds like Mike. Yeah, and you know what? That's very telling. That's why he's such a religious nut. Because when he came into the show, you know, he wasn't super religious. You know, he had a faith. But it wasn't like all encompassing. Didn't take over his no, life. No, he says he was an atheist. He, he's a liar. He was a foxhole atheist that no. would never switch. But then he found the Lord. That's yeah, that's a lie. He wasn't, you know. But then um, some religious nuts got their hooks into him, and it being dumb, you know, he can be swayed to whatever it is they want, you know, whatever agenda they have, whatever they want to believe. And there's a lot of 
fake atheists out there anyway. So, so you keep saying. Yeah. Cameron and Gold had played siblings before. The two played brother and sister in a McDonald's commercial. They also both appeared in the 1982 made-for-TV movie Beyond Witch Mountain. Cam, you know, do you think it's wrong for TV siblings to have sex? I mean, I'm sure it's been done a lot of times. But I'm asking mm. you, do you think it's wrong? No, why would it be wrong? Okay, I'm just asking. Just co-workers fucking, that's all. Yeah. I mean, if they're eight years old, probably. Well, underage, sure. Um, number seven, this one's kind of sad. Ben Seaver really loved his TV family. Jeremy Miller was only eight years old when Growing Pains began filming and hated leaving his TV family when the first few seasons oh. wrapped. When the season over, he'd cry. <laughs> I don't want to go home to my real family. Oh, that's, he probably had a shitty home. And, you know, like, I want to stay with them. Yeah. That's, that's sweet. Maura Tierney from ER News Radio. You know who that is, right? I don't know. The girl from News Radio. I don't know. She was fired on the second day of rehearsal for season three episode, and she's not really sure why. I think maybe I had a bad attitude. That's barely a fact. She's a fucking bitch. Uh, Julie, Mike's girlfriend, Julie Castell, during Growing Pains' fourth season, which ended with Mike proposing to her. Uh, one season, five star, however, Julie was abruptly written off the show. It was reported that her pictures in Playboy bothered Cameron. Oh, and yeah. Demanded I'm, she be fired. I remember hearing about that. And told the network that the three executive producers on the series were pornographers. Yeah, man, he's so fucking nuts. That whole banana thing. Like, he doesn't understand that... Listen, um, I, I know everyone is a, a fucking idiot with the whole um, genetically modified food and stuff. Did you know that humans have been genetically modifying food for thousands of years? Go, look up the original forms of bananas and all like the different fruits and corn. It, 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 we've been changing shit forever. Cameron's future wife plays girlfriend. Cameron met Chelsea Noble on the set of Full House, where he was visiting his sister Candace, who of course played DJ Tanner. That's what the article says. Mm, of course. Noble then landed a recurring role in Growing Pains, played by Kate McDonald, Mike's love interest after Julie. Mike proposed to Kate in the 1992 series finale, a year after Cameron and Noble married in real life. Meow. Yeah. Future friend star Matthew Perry played Carol's boyfriend Sandy for three episodes, but he died. Oh. Poor guy. That was a very First, special yeah. episode. Toby McGuire was a regular visitor on the set. Was he? Well, he, him and um, DiCaprio are friends in yeah. real life. Yeah. Tracy Gold battled anorexia. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Boner was the son of Star Trek's Chekhov. Was he? Yep. Did not, that I did not know. He was the son of Walter Cohen, who played Chekhov on Star Trek. Sadly, Andrew Cohen took his life. Andrew Cohen took his life too? That's uh, who it is. No, check off his name is Walter. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. They both killed themselves? Or I thought you meant that the father killed his son. The series is popular in China. That's, that's the last fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope we're more popular in China. That'd yeah, be nice. That was like old, that was the whole thing. Like, we're really popular in Japan. Yeah, maybe we're like in Australia. They're big fans of us. And like we can go on tour there. Like yeah, in America we really can't. We're not we're not really well known. But over in uh, you know in Australia, and Norway, or uh, I don't know, someplace. Um, so the finale, as we always end the show with the finale. Um, in this episode, Matt, Wait, we're not been... ending it with. Uh, didn't they have TV movies? Yeah, later on. Yeah. We already talked about those. Did we? Maggie had been offered a great job in Washington, D.C., and after some discussion, she and Jason decide to move the family to the nation's capital. But the kids are less than enthusiastic. That's a common TV trope where the family wants to move, 
the kids say, I don't want to move, and they end up not moving. Yeah, real in reality, it's like, listen, we got to move for work. I don't want to. You're too fucking bad. We got a job here. The Munsters were going to move to Buffalo, New York, but then um, Eddie didn't want to leave his baseball team. So they go, all right, we won't move. All right, Lily. Um, when Maggie and Jason hold a family summit to discuss the move in Maggie's new position, the kids become very upset. All right, family summit. Ben announces that he will not join them if they move, and Mike, responding to the prospect of fending for himself, suddenly proposes marriage to his girlfriend. Well, if he's over 18, you don't have to go with them, but if you're under, I mean, you kind of don't have a choice, man. Maggie begins to feel guilty about dividing and uprooting the family, and everyone reminisces about their life together. Another one of those episodes? Where yeah, apparently like in the 80s and 90s, like, oh season God. finales just were montage episodes. Like we said, that's what they should end shows now. Oh, you fucking cheats. Sopranos last episode should have been a montage. Hey, Tony, remember that time you, you strangled that guy <laughs> when you were looking at colleges with Meadow? Hey, remember the time that um, guy got shot then they at the gas station and they, they ran over his head? Remember that? That's funny. Remember that time you were having an affair with that car dealer and then she killed herself because you dumped her? Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Oh, remember that time AJ tried to kill himself in the pool and you found him? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great scene. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Love that. Remember that time Tony said... He got in a fight with his family, and then Tony goes, AJ, get your jacket. We're leaving. And then AJ said, I don't have a jacket. <laughs> uh, Maggie begins to feel guilty about dividing up from the family. The program features flashback scenes from earlier episodes in the series, includes commercial promos and a public service announcement. ABC News brief, and the program is closed cap. What is all that in there? I don't know. Let me guess. They decide not to leave. She, um takes her career and says fuck it I'm just gonna stay in this little market instead of like you know making it big and making a good living and providing for my family and the show aired on Saturdays and the last season finale was on April 25th 1992 so Wait. it was on the it was, I'm up against grow, um, it's the same day as uh, Golden Girls hmm. which is weird usually you won't have like series on Saturdays anymore yeah these days you don't have that because that's much. like the worst day to get people to watch television because they're busy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not me, but yeah, some people are. Back in the day, everyone knew. Look, well, listen, we're all staying home watching TV. Yeah. Well, that does it. Go to hotshotwizkids.com. Also, you can email us at hotshotwizkids at gmail if you have a show that you want us to cover at some point. But eventually, we're going to cover every show ever made. What the fuck is this? I end the show. I, I don't know why you're talking. Well, the last time you didn't give any information. Yeah. Important information. You don't. You don't know what you're doing. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. You just did it. Hotshotwhiskits.com. Oh,